This recording is part of a series of teleclasses with Venerable Dahani Iwahu. Venerable Dahani participated as a guest facilitator in Reverend Jennifer Hadley's year-long Masterful Living course. For more details and information, please go to beautywayproductions.com. Welcome everyone. My name is Linda Soto from Jennifer Hadley's Power of Love Ministry. And it is my absolute honor and joy to introduce the Venerable Dahani Yawahu. Venerable speaks directly from her heart, offering pure wisdom teachings of the direct insight and practical application in the tradition of Cherokee and Woodland View and Tibetan Buddhism. These are the mother and father streams that energize Venerable and are the foundation of all that she shares. Venerable's topic today is appreciation, the medicine that glows and grows. Thank you, Venerable, for being here. Well, thank you for hosting me. And uh, Mm -hmm. I thank the whole team. Uh, Jennifer's put together a wonderful team as an opportunity for many to see the ways in which as human beings we may nurture the wisdom potential in one another. Appreciation it is a medicine. Gali iliga elohimona galunlati heneha. I am grateful, Mother Earth, I am grateful, our Mother the Earth. Adawi, Tohi Uhalini, the above beings, they shed blessings, Gali Iliga, and I am grateful. I'm the wisdom child within each and every one of us is being nurtured by our thought, word, and action when we remember that for which we be grateful. Sometimes it is as simple as a drop of rain falling and seeing its display as it ripples in a pond, or it may be the appreciation that arises from observing the bravery and the kindness of another person who puts aside their uh, self-cherishing to assist others in putting out a fire or moving from harm's way. There are so many situations for which we can be grateful. And also, as we notice this medicine of appreciation, we can see more clearly the importance of reconciliation. What is reconciliation? It is making peace with our intention and our action, and perhaps even making peace with what is a wound inside one's own body-mind. So appreciation sees the opportunity that is expressed in life. As I've talked with some of my colleagues recently about woundedness, and many speak of the wounded healer, I wish to bring to our attention 
that the ways in which we come into the world can be joyous or wrenching. Many experienced a slap on the buttocks when they were born to elicit a cry, and that cry may go on, or it may be an exhalation of joyful appreciation to be out and free in the world. So we live in a time where we each are called upon the development of discerning. Discernment is to look behind the curtain and observe the ways in which different thought forms have contributed to our not recognizing the bounty and the power of our hearts, minds together. So what is this idea of appreciation? The breath, the water, even the uncomfortable situations actually are opportunities for each of us to extract from the stream of our mind, our speech, and our actions those thoughts and behaviors which are not conducive to expressing joy. So how do we make those changes? We make the changes within. Ah, I'm grateful. I can contemplate the possibility of peace. I'm grateful that I have a place to sit, food to eat. And I'm grateful for this great display, this dance of life through which we experience one another. Heart resonance is a song expressed through the pulse beat of the earth, energizing the pulse of life within our bodies, even the rhythm of our cranial sacral pulse. This heart awareness can be covered with scars when we have put aside the power of forgiveness. Who do we forgive? What do we forgive? Well, I forgive myself for not saying clearly that we are one. I forgive myself for not saying clearly, you are an awakened being. Take off your robe of uncertainty. Each of us has some skill set that we can be thankful for. The mind that sees, discerns, studies, and learns is developing information that can take ourselves out of a turbulent stream into the recognition of the water that nurtures wisdom and joy. So is turbulence something to avoid? Actually, it is energy potential. The turbulence going through the generator creates electricity. The wise practitioner who recognizes their own emotions also may generate the light of skillful action, clear awareness. So what are we thankful for? The opportunity to see oh, these thoughts have been carried for this time and this echo is arising again in the human family for transformation. What is the song 
them, us, identifying oneself or one's group as separate from the whole becomes a source of confusion. Considering that we are in a field of luminous intelligence and that like a splash of water, we appear for a moment as an individual with the intention to explore the possibilities of the moment and return that knowledge to the field. And that way we can see we each contribute to the dream. We are each co-creators in this sacred dance. When we think of Holy Father's skillful means, it is an understanding that there is a code, a, a harmonic resonance through which ideas are made apparent into form. And so the ideal to be loving community is something many aspire to. And as we are aspiring to living that ideal, we also have responsibility to sweep from our own eyes the dust of seeing other and the dust of forgetfulness. Well, what has been forgotten? That we are human beings who are wearing a cloak so that our spiritual wisdom nature may explore the possibilities. We are spiritual beings wearing a robe of life. And so this in itself is an incredible opportunity to have the gift of a human body, a mind, and also the intention to create and live in spiritual community, whether it is a virtual community online or people who live close to one another and regularly have spiritual practice together. Uh, this is building. Thinking of a duodecahedron or thinking of an igloo. An igloo made of ice is very warm inside because of its shape, because of its form. And our spiritual practices give form opportunity for us to explore the emotions and to see our emotions as energy of growth, energy potential that gives rise to results that we decide upon. So having appreciation for the air we breathe and the recognition that through the atmosphere we are connected to the trees, the waters, and one another, just to contemplate that idea and to be thankful. Ah, another day has come. The air smells sweet or the air smells smoky. Whatever is the message conveyed. As I observe this message, I am thankful that I may do so. I'm thankful for all the beings who have aspirations of living in harmony and beauty. I am grateful for the people I meet, even the difficult ones. What is the lesson of the difficult person? What do we learn? 
We learn from each other the importance of forgiveness, forgiving our errors and our trespasses against one another. And forgiveness has layers. When I apologize, I also recognize I may change in my thoughts. When someone offers me apology, I am grateful there is no need for me to take it another level in their speech. It is for me to accept the transformation of the process within. So forgiveness also means to let out of those hidden wounds the unresolved energy and to offer the hurt of yesterday into compassionate action today, like seeing some communities working on the dance of reconciliation. Uh, many years ago, 1978 to be exact, one of my colleagues, we were at Crow Dogs Paradise Sundance, a vision arose, and the vision was to write to leaders of churches around the world and remind them that certain thought forms are echoing through the present, causing harm. That a certain thought form of dominion over gave rise to harm, suffering, and belittling of the wisdom nature in every being. For many years, from 78 until through 92, we wrote these letters. And in October of 92, we went with a delegation of indigenous people, North, Central, South America, to Europe, traveling to these uh, many church leaders' places. And while we were there, the Pope made a visit to Santo Domingo and made apologies for the uh, dishonoring of the wisdom nature in indigenous people and the harm caused by the dehumanizing intention so that uh, wealth could be taken. And so that forgiveness publicly stated and now many times publicly stated in an ongoing process uh, around the world, particularly in Canada, very open process, this process of reconciliation also means we look at the ways in which we may uh, have a habitual view of seeing other or thinking that something is all right. Uh, in, in the long time ago, we were all of matrilineal societies because we knew where the child came from and we understood who nurtured us. And we still have access to that wisdom stream. Each of us may step at the breast of Mother Wisdom and the skillful ability of Holy Father the mysterious one who says, let us build these things to safely care for 
our young ones and the future. This energy is also within us. And for this, we can be thankful. You may think, oh, it's happening to me. When in truth, I, I ask you to feel, experience within your mother, wisdom, father skills, continually giving birth to the wisdom being that is you. So when we think about transformation, we know that the energy is not lost. It reveals its clarity. It reveals its harmonic resolution. So the igloo, while made of ice, while inside, people are comfortable and warm. The body heat is making the inside of the igloo warm. And so the aspiration to live as a kind being is the heat that keeps us warm and transforms the illusion of separation, limitation, not enough. And so I'm thankful for even what appears as obstacle because such appearance is an opportunity that I may develop the skillful words, the powers of transformation, and of eloquence that others may hear and recall. There is a field in which we are all united. So what are you grateful for? Do you have a family story that has nurtured you over the years? Is it a story of accomplishment or a story of fear or hiding away? It has become clear through the study of genetics, particularly what is now called epigenetics, that is the immediate impact upon the body-mind of thought and energy so that uh, knowledge of the past and experiences of the past can flower as health or flower as disease. So our thinking is the song and the medicine. And this person we call I, remembering to say, I'm thankful another day has come. How wonderful, another day to explore. For this I am grateful, this mindfulness of appreciation for one's own life also nurtures appreciation for every sentient being. So what is this field through which we are interconnected? It is the atmosphere of natural mind. It is the air that sees things as they are. How can the element air express seeing? The element air nurtures the body-mind. The breath reveals a circle of relationships. And thus we can say the air also conveys the sounds of our jubilation, even the vibration of our inner thoughts resonating with the heart's pulse can make us joyous or disturbed. And so 
I appreciate each of you, your explorers. You have decided to energize the ideal of human family, of awakened community. And so what is the responsibility of an individual in community? The responsibility is to speak of the potential that we may manifest and to energetically strive to express that wisdom that is within. When we think about um, some of the causes of forgetfulness and reactive states, we can consider those causes like scar scar tissue that is uh, obscuring the flow of energy. And so in the process of forgiveness and reconciliation, we forgive ourselves for separation from the holiness, the whole that is within us and we are within it. So as we make that intention to forgive ourselves and others for forgetting our natural luminous state, we also give thanks that we can perceive that potential of a luminous state, that we have the aspiration to step out of a simulation of limitation and uh, isms into the circle of remembrance that we are united. Water, sweet water, it flows through the earth. It's even arisen from deep space itself. And this water, we all sit from the same well. And how our emotions flow is similar to the flow of water. When we allow rancor to stay locked in parts of our body-mind, then we are also contributing to rancor in the world. When we are brave enough to say, hey, had that experience and lived through it and learned this and that from it, then we are separating, actually liberating from that habit of mind. So often as we acknowledge the potential for our unity, we also see the errors we have made. Uh, Let us not badger each other. Let us ennoble each other into the full action of transformation. So some people have many ideas of what that means. I'm not a politician. I'm a great-grandmother, and I sense that when we see the possibility of working together and we choose a code of action that we all agree upon, then we manifest what is good. So much of the world's understanding is changing. Some of it through the dancing electronics 
that convey information through the internet, through space, and more people understanding vibration know directly that our hearts are interconnected and that when we put our hearts and minds together, we may transform even what could be a tragedy. You may say, well, there are wars in the world, there is slavery in the world, there are so many things wrong. Um, There are many things waiting to be transformed, and our response to those ripples of dissonance is the means of transformation. So at this time going on in uh, Canada, there continues the process of reconciliation where churches are acknowledging the errors that have been made, the wrong view, the harm uh, to indigenous people and uh, in Europe and throughout the world, uh, the Catholic Church is acknowledging wrong view that has caused harm around the world. And now there is the process, well, how do we change our heart minds so this doesn't happen again? Anything swept under the rug, like a wound that is not fully healed, will fester. And so I invite you to think of that which you have seen transformed in your own life. Perhaps there was a time when you felt hopeless and now you recognize the power of your voice and your choices. And that is something to indeed be grateful for. So in this moment, remember a flash of awareness about your abilities to manifest good results. Some would call it an aha moment, which is very deep and visceral. The moment you recognize, oh, I can ride this bike. Oh, I called for something to happen to benefit family, clan, land, and all beings. And something wondrous occurred. I recognize that in the past, which behaviors of so-and-so might have made me angry? And how wonderful now I am in charge of my mind's response. Take a moment and think of those special aware moments and give thanks. I'm thankful I understand. Allow your heart to gently vibrate with the realization that you are continuously blessed and supported, that what occurs within you is the great magic, the great wonder 
and that you are in charge of the interpretation of the information, the conversation, you and family, clan, land, all beings. How wonderful, how precious the gift of life. So this morning, uh, during meditation, looking to the south in a circular valley with gentle snow falling, it is clear that the seasons change and people change, and that as the snow falls and moisture returns to the earth, there is also a pacification of sound and energies in the valley. The snow brings quiet or reveals the quiet that is within that we may choose the results to arise in the coming days. Thanksgiving, an incredible time of the year. Uh, Not so much the so-called history of it, because there are many different stories, what is important is ongoing thanksgiving for what you are, what you are learning, and the methods and skills that you invite. Be thankful you have the opportunity to be an explorer. Be grateful that your voice does make a difference. And hallelujah, celebration of your voice, choosing. Yes, we are a human family. Yes, we are making correction. Yes, I do generate a song of appreciation. But how do you know if you're generating a song of appreciation? The pulse returns to you. You may be thinking of some long-ago teacher or special friend, and you think with deep heart thought, I am thankful for what we learned together. I appreciate that person having been in my life. And then you send the pulse back, or you may receive a call or a card from them. Can you hear me? Something just beeped. I hope I'm still. Linda, can you hear me? Yes, we can still hear you. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. There, there were funny beeping sounds. I wanted to be sure I'm speaking with you. This is a precious time. So, snow falls, gentle winds blow. Time of pacification. What are we pacifying? We're pacifying the suffering, the anger that has arisen from forgetting our unity in the field of life. I think some people feel angry and alone because the heart resonance themselves and others has appears distorted or lost. And so we begin in small ways uh, restoring appreciation. And it can be as simple as offering water 
to the land. I'm thankful, sweet water, for your nurturance. May this water carry my prayer of appreciation. May this water wash away illusion that all may recall our interdependence, that we are one in a dream of life. So water, we rested in it in our mother's wombs. And in this moment, we are in the womb of universe great potential. That means how we think and speak is contributing to the results arising. So birth can be recognized as a continuous process. Yes, we are born and we get older and ultimately the physical form falls away and one returns into the realm of life and explores and perhaps comes again and again to explore life. Or one may think, one life only Truth is, in this moment, all things are occurring. Past, present, and future occur in the now. And so the one who has appreciation, wow, I'm living in a place where I can explore the potential of the mind. I'm living in a time where it is now scientifically clear there are vibrations that connect us frequencies of our heart-mind that may restore our intelligence and build community. How wonderful. We are living in a time where it is clear our minds are the dreamers contributing to what arises. This is an incredible opportunity. We can be of many different religious views and understand the one truth behind the appearances that there is light, wisdom, energy that unites us. Some may call this mind, mystery, God, whatever it is called, we are all united in it. When thinking about people when they first fall in love, oh my gosh, no aches and pains, so much energy, getting things done, exploring, talking, sharing. That's the power of falling in love. It's also a chemical change in the brain. Cascading waves of grace. Ah, pituitary penile. All endocrine glands revived by the energy of love. The light was always there and somehow... It was not seen as clearly. And then something sparks the memory, the love of another. Or perhaps it is the intention to understand the mystery that ignites the heart-mind awareness. However it is revealed, it is clear you have access continuously to the wisdom of the field. And wise person takes care with their voice. Ah, I'm grateful. I have a choice as to how I respond. Forgiveness is also appreciation for the opportunity to explore. So 
what does forgiveness mean? It may mean, yes, your words, your behavior, I take offense, has harmed me. A political view, a economic view, slavery, uh, colonialism, all these things have harmed human beings in different ways. And now it is time of apology. Who do we apologize to? The wisdom being within and one another. And how do we reveal the true process of transformation by no longer adhering to those thought forms and actions that demean and harm or dehumanize another. So there are many layers to an onion. Conditions you like a cloak, wise person, dancing, peeling away the veils of separation, seeing how they have no natural energy of themselves. They are only fed by hooking one into forgetfulness. Wow, I'm grateful that I've had the fortune to have received such teachings. I'm grateful that there are scientists acknowledging the power of the heart-mind to weave a world of beauty. I am grateful that we have this opportunity to explore. Ah, what are you grateful for? I wish to hear. Thank you, Linda. Let's open this for questions. Thank you so much, Venerable. So I just want to remind everyone that it's a star two to raise your hand if you have a question, or you can type a question in the question box. I did see that we had um, somebody actually wrote in, um, Sebastian from France. Uh-huh. Just, <laughs> dear Venerable, dear Jennifer, how amazing to be one more time in the pure presence of vast and magnetizing field of your heart. I'm coming to you with sincerity and honesty. Please listen my prayer. Mm. May you live last till the suffering of the sentient beings becomes definitely extinguished. May you consider to bestow upon us increasingly the sweet medicine of the quintessence of your very being to dispel the ignorant confusion of this present time, which fills my heart with great sadness. Nevertheless, it is a joy to have met your teaching. I generate the heartful wish to be able to dive more and more deeply in its innermost meanings with deep appreciation. Thank you. Ah, the seed of wisdom mind within each being, the sweeping from the fireplace, the ashes of confusion reveal the transformed luminous being. Practice is the way. Let each one take time during the day, particularly when first awakening, to sit quietly, observe the flow of the breath, allow the mind to be still, 
no fighting of the thoughts, no pushing away. Thoughts arise like bubbles in a lake, and one sits and observes. Ah, it is more clear that natural wisdom state. That is a grandmother's advice to each of you. <laughs> Thank you, Venerable. Mm-hmm. I don't see any more questions written in, but um, I was going to ask you, why is it that we don't recognize the power when our hearts and minds come together? Why does that seem to be such a challenge for us? Um, conditioning, because... When we are young, we learn many things from our families, and also when we're young, there is a a sense of great uh, awareness. You can tell by a person's eye or their face what their thoughts are. And then as we get older and we are trained to uh, read and to think in certain ways that Natural wisdom, for many, goes quiet. It gets overlaid with uh, concepts. And thinking about incredible human beings that I've met over the years, some of the most incredible ones, uh, their families actually kept them from uh, going into the dominant culture. They were uh, raised in uh, quiet places, some even in Central America and South America. They grew up in caves, seeing the world as a dream. There is another world out there, and it is like a dream. And thus they learn to recognize the dream within. So how do we restore that natural wisdom. It is about pacifying conflict within. What is the conflict with? Uh, I think maybe the identifying of self as real. And then conflict arises because is the self appreciated? Is the self better or less than? Um, so we can recognize the skills and the gifts of one another. And the fact that we see them means that such energy potential is also within us. And what we choose to bring forward is a matter of choice and a willingness to uh, pacify the illusion of self as separate and then purifying those reactions of protecting self, um, self wanting to own or possess or um, compete with. When there is cooperation, more is accomplished. And we see arising culturally a new dynamic in leadership, cooperative leadership, where people understand it's not about uh, one person telling another in a hierarchical uh, way. It is about teams doing things together according to a shared view. 
Now, when we think about um, the United States and the UN, they were actually, their constitutions, their protocols of organization are actually based upon Native American principles of uh, respect for different views. Not so much majority view, but recognizing that there are different views and looking at ways in which to uh, cooperate within those different views so there was not a sense of domination or either or in, in original instructions. And so what does it mean to each of us each day? Um, we like to run races and to uh, show the refinement of our physical skill to push our boundaries so there is a deep utilization of the body-mind's potential. And sometimes that sense of competition can be a cutting away or a cutting of the threads of cooperation. And so that is another way people can forget that we can work together. Um, no time, this time, this very moment, there are communities around the world who are choosing not to react or get caught in the old paradigm of them and us. What are our responsibilities when uh, we withhold love and the withholding of that love has caused others to starve? Uh, our responsibility is to restore love like a mother be sharing, being sure the children have enough to eat and that there is water for each one to drink. So how did we forget believing that self was more or less than others, forgetting that we are one in the field of intelligence? And we remember in this moment so many are energizing a paradigm of cooperation the game players understand it is a simulation, a dream, and that we now choose to design this dream where every room has a treasure and wisdom for each person seeking it. And that's from someone who doesn't know much about games. My four-year-old great-granddaughter is attempting to teach me. Thank you so much, Venerable. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else have a question? Again, it's star two to raise your hand. Or you can type in a question. The forgetfulness can be understood by a mathematician's questioning today 
whether we are living in a simulation. And if we are living in a simulation, who designed it? Uh, uh, we have all contributed to the design by our habitual response of fear, shame, blame, greed, hatred. Each one contributes to the game. When we energize the awakened skill of fear that becomes skillful activity of lethargy that becomes natural awareness of limitation, revealing abundance of anger, becoming love, then we are recognizing and energizing the simulation of a higher heaven, so to speak, an overtone of the 3D world we think we live in. The first sound continues. In this moment, we make a difference. Right now, each of us who curbs our thoughts of anger or divisiveness, each one who pulls the thread of blame to weave a tapestry of cooperation is energizing a dream of awakened community. Mm. What a beautiful tapestry that is. <laughs> I see yeah, we do have together. Can you repeat Absolutely. that, Linda? I said I see we do have a hand raised. Okay. All right. So it's Molly. Go ahead, Molly. Hello, Molly. <laughs> Good day, Venerable. Good day, Linda, and everyone on the line. Um, I'm feeling really grateful today for the opportunity to participate in this class. And I'm also grateful for the beautiful day here in Vancouver, the clear skies and the beautiful red leaves on the ground. Um, so my question today, Venerable, what came up when you were speaking about Mother Wisdom and the matrilineal um, societies and lines is for those uh, who may not have known their grandmothers or great-grandmothers, uh, could you please speak about how we can connect to that wisdom? Yes. Here's the drumming. Here's the humming of the mitochondria within yourself, and you're in touch with all of your grandmothers. <laughs> They are not far away. They're singing and their rhythm moves through you today. And so uh, as a practitioner, I invite you to, as you are examining your heart nature, observing the compassion overflowing for every being and your belly fires growing warmer rising and dispelling any sense of separation yesterday, today, and now, seeing and hearing the wisdom and the accomplishment of the great-great-great-grandmothers and those who've gone beyond. Beautiful. Thank you, Venerable. And is 
also um, through Mother Earth, are there ways, for example, even just say walking, walking barefoot in the on the land or um, taking a walk in the forest? Are those also ways to connect with with that Mother Wisdom that flows through all of yes. us? Yes, it is so true. Walking barefoot on the land, on the shore, at the beach, in the forest, restores the electrical communication, natural flow through the body. So when we walk barefoot on the land, we, our body's electrical field is nurtured. Communication, in a sense, is bioelectric and this walking on the land, leaning upon a tree, giving thanks with a sip of water, are ways in which we restore the conversation and the revelation of the wisdom of the very beginning. It's continuity and it's not ever ending. Present in the now are the voices of our ancestors and those who are yet to be born. And when our heart pulse resonates with the pulse beat of the earth, when our inner thoughts are of quiet examination, heartfelt appreciation, we recognize the voices of our ancestors. And empirically, this is understood in terms of the effects of uh, hunger. Even some say showing up in the gene pool 14 generations, there would still be some part of that DNA message that would hold on to carbohydrates and fats based on having starved Fourteen, seven generations ago. So we can ameliorate the suffering of our ancestors when we think about uh, the many ways in which humans have caused each other harm arising from the belief or of a right to have dominion over another as we accept our spiritual sovereignty and cultivate the words and actions that cause no harm and liberate the wisdom potential in every situation, we also transform the suffering of the past. That sounds far out, doesn't it? (laughs) Very helpful. Yeah, Yeah. in this moment, we transform through our forgiveness and our transmutation of a a waveform of fear, reaction, anger, uh, or even, uh, how do you say, acquiescence. Uh, We can liberate our ancestors. When you think about uh, many cultures who come here willingly, their children work so hard 
because they want to um, ameliorate the suffering of their elders and they wish to energize a better life for the future for those who are yet to be born. So it is uh, almost innate in the heart-mind to create benefit for our present and future generations. Kindness is natural. Mutual respect is natural. And creating a cooperative activities is also in the best interest of the dreamer. What are we dreaming and bringing forth? What do we choose to energize? Thank you, Venerable. It sounds like You're a... welcome. A... <laughs> Thank you. It sounds like a what, dear? A voice of hope. Yeah. What we are thinking and how we respond to those um, thought forms and hooks determines uh, the future we co-create. When we get hooked on the divisiveness and fear, then it's a repeating uh, activity that has proven over time not to fully uh, express the human potential. Yeah. I mean, simple, simple things. Uh, mm. When you look at uh, America, most children are playing screen games mm. for sometimes many hours during the day. And then the families who have created that technology and those uh, methods of communion do not allow their children to to have unlimited screen time. Mm-hmm. What do they know that everyone needs to know? That the creative process of real-time writing with your hands and eye coordination reveals a aspect of intelligence that is uh, very important. Yes, it's a, a human connection we miss if we're too attached to our screens. <laughs> yes. And also the thinking changes. I mean, it becomes mm. faster for sure. And then there, it becomes faster within the matrix of someone else's contrived view. Mm. So the, the sensing through the heart, the direct awareness of meditation is a tr- the true source of education. 
And that's the slowing down and the quieting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's settling in to what is. Um doing, doing, doing. We make many uh commitments and uh life is precious and we each want to leave good tracks. And what nurtures the doing? Is it a thought form outside? Are we doing for this or that to acquire this or that? Or are we doing to explore the potential of our intellect, our body, mind, our family and community? So the quiet time, the meditation in the morning before any electronics are turned on. That morning meditation reveals the the great gifts that you may manifest and the great gifts that are within. A new idea arises as to how you may benefit others, yourself included, in that quiet morning meditation. Wow, I'm thankful another day has come. That is something for which to be grateful. Because in a flash, things can change. So let us not take for granted or put off until later any opportunity to contemplate and meditate and give thanks for life's experiences and to dedicate our activity to joyfully illuminating and manifesting what we can do with loving cooperation. Thank you, Venerable. So I do see we have a... We have a couple of folks who have in our chat. Uh-huh. Um, first one is from Olivia, and she mm-hmm. says, Hello, Venerable Linda and Jennifer. With deep appreciation yeah. for these teachings and the rain falling outside my window, I offer a recommendation on educational TV for those who wish more history through Native voices about the origins of democracy traced back through the peacemakers' teachings to the formation of the U.S. Constitution. Uh, she says WGBH Channel 2 or 44 in the Boston area or on demand if one has Comcast cable. There is a weekly series, Native Americans, including Native voices such as Tom Porter of the Mohawk. Wado. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that verbal bibliography that people know they can directly access the wisdom that is. Yes. Then we have uh, Alana in Vancouver, and she says, thank you, dear Venerable, for these words of blessing and light. I notice intellectual criticism has arisen with strength, and I look for ways to speak to that within myself and my community. Could you speak to that? Thank you. Yes. Intellectual criticism. Can it be a point of view 
or can it be a recognition that we can say something ever more clearly? Or do we choose a particular view and lens through which to see the world? Intelligence is a gift. It is uh, not to be wasted. And so it is wise to observe, listen, do with a mind that examines what is the result. How, what is the result I choose? So I can say I have met people who never attended school and so they didn't know that it was not possible to teleport. They didn't know it was not possible to reanimate a dead body. Uh, so there's the, the power of the intellect that is motivated to see behind appearances. How wonderful. And then there is the appearance of intellect that may hold a particular view and ultimately penetrating insight reveals things as they are. Is clear? Hello? Yes. Yes. Yes, Hi. Venerable. Thank okay. you. <laughs> was muted. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I do have uh, one more. Sebastian wrote in again um, saying, thank you very much for your kind answer. I will keep this heart advice my main practice. I am generally grateful to this natural kindness, which resonates inside as an imperceptible feeling, bringing balance and creating inner space in which I attempt to correct my attitude without fear. Thanks a lot. May all of you be well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I thank each of you who share your time and thought. I have a feeling in my heart, mind, as we are having these calls of those of you who are present and even those who will listen in the future. And I salute your inquiry. I salute the mind of wisdom and the discernment within each of you and your commitment to generating what is good and kind. And I support that wisdom for every being. May it flourish and grow. Thank you, Venerable. Does anyone else have a question? Again, it's star two to raise your hand. Well, I do have, um, I was curious about the, if you, know of ways where we can cultivate that luminous intelligence. Yes. Yep. Meditation and giving thanks. So for some meditation may seem something exotic, but actually it is sitting quietly observing 
your breath, and initially giving thanks. Oh, I'm inhaling, I'm exhaling, I'm thankful for the gift of life. And then as one does this over time, you may see secrets you've kept hidden from yourself, energy wishing to be reintegrated as skillful activity in your life. So when someone begins to meditate, they may have memories of something long time ago, um, joy, accomplishment, hurt, or slight. Um, it is the unintegrated information that can be a magnet for uh, manipulation. And so for this reason, observation of one's heart-mind meditation is so important so that one no longer reacts to the uh, music played, that one interacts with the display, with the mind to accomplish joy, wisdom, and benefit for all family, clan, all beings. They all recall their natural luminosity. So it's within. Books give us guides. Uh, teachers guide us. And still, each of us must look within because the jewels, the answers, the wisdom are within. Like the reflection of the world on the outside of a bubble. This is how it is. Thank you, Venerable. As we're coming to the close, do you have any announcements or anything coming up for you? Um, what's coming up? Well, in the U.S., people celebrate, they give it a name, Time for Thanksgiving, where each one gives thanks for their lives and their relationships and for their aspirations to accomplish and be loving, wise beings. And what else is coming up? Well, soon we'll be giving information about next year's program that will, I think, in a couple of weeks be on Beauty Way and Sunray websites. Uh, I think that's it. Great. Thank you. So, yes, I encourage people to go to Venerable's website, the beautywayproductions.com and sunray.org. Yeah, Sunray, you, yeah, you can also see how we apply spiritual practice. Um, so visit each of those sites, uh, sunray.org. You'll get to see the uh, application in the world. And... Let us meet in the heart every moment. Thank you so much, Venerable.
um, Molly and I are going to join together to offer the long life prayer. Thank you. Thank you. Ready, Molly? I'm ready. All right. Emanation of rainbow light. Dharma wisdom. Dharma wisdom. Three fires bright. Guide upon the beauty road. Calling all to see. Crystal reflection. Boundless compassion. Color of the Seven sisters. May your mission be accomplished. May we assist you in the light. May you receive many blessings and live a long, good life. We thank you, Dahani Oahu. Gift to the people. Great mystery. Great lady of the Buddha family, who holds a secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings. Blessed of the Vajradakini, may your life to Haniwahu ever remain firm and long. May all those who pointed the way know our appreciation. Seeing you in the light. See you in the light. See you in the light. Bye for now. Bye. Bye for now. Bye.